Alejandra. I'm Sam. I'm Harrison. I'm Rocky. And I'm Marcelo. And this is Going Helm Steep, the Middle Earth film series retrospective by Talk Film Society. Episode 6, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, Part 2. All right, guys. Hey, how's everybody? We're, we're starting this episode. Are we? We are. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Hello. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Horsecast. <laughs> Welcome to Horsecast. Lots of horses in this segment. Lots of horses. <laughs> oh, boy. So, it has been a few weeks mm-hmm. since we've all gotten together. We've all been busy with our lives, but we have to come back to talk Lord of the Rings. We have to come back and finish the original trilogy. With the Lord of the Rings Part Two. Oh, you mean so, you mean Return of the King Part Two? Oh, I mean Return of the King Part Two. God damn it! Listen, I am in a good mood. All right, um, I'm I'm winging this opening as I always do. So yes, let me start back again. We're here for Return of the King Part Two. All right, we're two hours and seven minutes in. In case somebody is watching this as a complete file or something i don't know you're watching it digitally we're two hours and seven minutes in uh if you're watching it on blu-ray or dvd you're on disc two of the extended edition that's important Mm -hmm. all right where are we guys in this in this film battering ram the battery that's the last thing that we see right before ground being pulled up yep yeah good old ground uh, at the gates of Minas Tirith. Yes, Marcelo. Wow, we're on a roll here with the pronunciation. <laughs> oh, God. It's, be- don't, it's better than it was last week. Still not perfect, don't, but better. Don't, don't, don't hold your breath on this, oh, guys. All right. <laughs> uh, but yes, the, the immense army is at the gates. It does not look good for the good guys. Uh, but hey, what about... Our, our our fellowship, our remaining fellowship of Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas. What are they up to, guys? What are they doing? Uh, <laughs> Harrison. <laughs> Harrison's got thoughts. I Harrison's hate this fucking thoughts. pirate shit. I hate it so goddamn much. Okay, now we, we, I think we did touch on this last time. We right? ta- we talked about it a lot last week. And Rock's lot. defense was it was campy, and it knows it's campy, which I still don't buy. Peter kills himself. You're wrong. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, remind me, remind everybody listening, in case they don't know, just oh, don't really dive into it, because we dived into it, I think, a lot last time, but mm-hmm. re- re- remind us again what's in the extended cut, what's in the theatrical cut, and, and what so we... All of- so now I'm even, I, I, I thought I knew, and in the last episode we were, like, convinced, but then watching this, I'm now confused again, so I kind of want to go back and watch the theatrical cut, because I'm just curious now, but... Because uh, I thought this scene at the beginning was was it in the theatrical cut no. or not? Because I'm confused. No. The Aragorn okay. stuff in the theatrical cut is like his final "What say you?" when he's surrounded by the ghost. It cuts. It's the last we see him yeah. until he disappears from the, the movie for an hour and then comes mm-hmm. back at like at the docks. Uh, near Pelennor Fields with the whole ghost army, right. which I right. think works way better. And honestly, if we're going to leave Arwen out of the movie for three hours at a time, I don't see the big deal about not coming back to Aragorn for an hour. I agree. 
You know what? It's I I I fell on. I f- actually I forget what side I fell on last time. <laughs> I think I fell on I, th- that this extension was. Um, good enough in the extended cut, but I think oh, I remember now. I think I do prefer the theatrical and it being like a mystery, like right. It, it leaves it like at a at a at a mm-hmm. what's going to happen, and then boom, it's a it's a legitimate surprise in the theatrical right. cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came to a realization this time that I for the theatrical cut, I love. I think it's perfect, and I think it for for the first time you see it. So like, yeah. you know, like if I had. If it if I had seen this if I had seen this version for the first time, I think the bat like after this part I would have been fine with everything that was in there, but seeing it for the first time, I'm glad that this scene wasn't in there. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of an overhaul. So I do think that like for first time viewers, I really do think the theatrical cut is the way to go. I, agree. I think I've said that before too. Like I think extended is for people who are like balls to the wall obsessed and already really really love it and kind of are okay with an overhaul of information but um i do think theatrical does a better job of like suspense building but if i if i remember showing this to like a niece or nephew or something for the first time they'll be they'll be seeing the theatrical first yeah absolutely i think i fell on the side of like nut you know extended cut uh or nothing like like that that's the essential thing for me but now thinking about it <laughs> i think it with you guys now yeah if i were to show this to somebody for the first time and if i had the theatrical cuts which i don't think i even own the theatrical cuts actually i don't even know where are they but they're not, they're not real dude extended <laughs> see rocky rocky is like he hates us all right now like rocky <laughs> you think it's just extended or nothing right that's just me. I just more Peter Jackson. That's all. Like just more movie, more bang for my buck, and I actually really, really like everything they've ever added. Like I don't think it hurts it at all, and um, it's to me one grand experience. But I don't know opinions. Well, and then like we said in the Two Towers episode, I would need to show them the Boromir scene flashback though. So it's like there's a. I'd almost have to make my own cuts now. Like is that what we're gonna have to do to make our. <laughs> You're gonna have to like. <laughs> Mix or just and like match. swap discs like I'll say okay here watch it watch the theatrical style now and I'll pull out the extended to show you the Boromir scene I feel like on because of the timing differences you're gonna like get a bunch of stuff that overlaps with the yeah. so it wouldn't work <laughs> so it'll end up five hours long I'll, they'll, they'll just movie. hate the movies because I'm constantly <laughs> wait, 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 wait wait okay okay <laughs> pass me the box <laughs> Is is anyone okay? Is anyone here nerdy enough? And I'm specifically specifically looking at Sam and Harrison, uh, nerdy enough to actually like write down and like figure out like a like their preferred cut of these movies, like it, combining both the theatrical and extended. Does that make any sense? No, uh, I don't have the patience. I have the like patience. literally, what, mm. what Sam just said he was would do. <laughs> then mm. Sam just goes, "No, I refuse." <laughs> See, right. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm obviously insane if I, if I think I would actually do that. Harrison, mm. you're thinking about oh, it. I, I want to say I'm not because that puts me in the realm of those people that are like, "I'm gonna recut the Last Jedi and remove all the women." Um, <laughs> but I am obsessive enough that I would probably do it. Alright, uh, so... All, all of this boiling down to, I just think the pirate stuff drags a little bit, on, especially in repeat viewings. But now, uh, I love that we go, Peter Jackson goes full horror here for a good, like, 20 minutes, and that's amazing, so... Shelob, who likes spiders? Anybody like spiders I here? love spiders. I want a tarantula so bad, you guys. Oh my god. I, was <laughs> I really like how they look when they're shedding, because they shed, like... 
And that's been this episode of Going Helms Deep. Thank you for joining us. Uh, where can we find everybody? Oh, look, because... Tarantulas are cute. Like, they're fuzzy and they're so adorable. Mm-mm. Anyway, I love Shiloh. I love spiders. And I love, I mean, I just think Frodo looks really funny in, like, his, like, spider web mummification <laughs> costume. <laughs> so let's talk about Shelob and the sequence, guys. Shelob yeah. fucking rules. She rules. Yeah. She one, one of the one of the best movie monsters in the entire saga. Like Absolutely. she's she's very well realized. She has like an attitude. There's definitely like a a horror element to her. Um, and it's also worth noting that Peter Jackson is definitely afraid of spiders. And so for him to pull off a sequence like that is really fucking cool. Because you could tell that he probably put the shit on screen that scares him the fucking most mm-hmm. kind of thing like and so that that's what's really rad about that sequence or if anything he handed it off to somebody else and was like Ugh, you know <laughs> like like you shoot this fucking thing i don't care <laughs> uh, you know but but needless to say i think that's a great thing and i love her design and again she's got like she's got fucking attitude i think yeah the, the worst thing that could possibly happen is if this thing was just a dumb drooling monster like mm-hmm. coming at you there's tons of personality in her digital performance like i, I rave mm-hmm. about it i love it rocky that mm-hmm. was really good <laughs> <laughs> it was i'm really good. yeah there's a reason why he's on this show um <laughs> but no it i, I i'm not really terrified of spiders i think i'm i mean i th- i think i'm a normal guy in terms of like just being kind of freaked out by most insects, right? If I saw if, if mm-hmm. I saw a fucking if well, I saw a fucking tarantula, of course I'd be a, a bit like, what the fuck? I mean, in the fucking wild, yeah, that'd be weird. But like in a tank, you'd be freaked out. Wait, where? Yes. <laughs> in like a tank, like a fucking. Oh, in a tarantula tank. I mean, uh, I'd be a little freaked out. I mean, Harrison, I, I think. Uh, on this show is like the one who's like most afraid it sounds like right Harrison I fucking hate spiders (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh, peek into my peek into my fucking life um we came back from no we didn't come back from vacation we came back from like a weekend away and I was like cleaning the house and I saw a little spider which looked like a black widow skitter under my couch and I lifted the couch up and I'm like, I was complaining about this on Twitter when it happened. And I lifted the couch up to like try and get it and like clean out from under the couch. Found a fucking nest of spiders living under my goddamn couch. Aww. Holy shit. No, Burn the house not down. Uh, not all. <laughs> not all. Egg sacks all over the fucking place. Like all along the bottom of this couch. Like we flipped. Can we, we move along? Because like I feel itchy just talking about insects. Actually, <laughs> now that I'm- bugs bad no get them out of my house i don't care i don't mm, i don't have a problem with them in the wild they can stay out of my house but yeah no spiders bad i'm pretty okay with shelob actually because she's so big that it's like oh you are a different thing in time i wouldn't say puppy (laughs) (laughs) puppy implies that she is you could you could ride shelob right Shelob wouldn't let you. I don't know if I like that phrasing at all. (laughs) Shelob would not let you. I don't know if I like that phrasing at all. Okay, okay. Well, uh, it's... Shelob is not a mere animal. Excuse you. I love Gollum. The way Gollum lures him in. This is all... This is great stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just love the line, uh, go in or go back, that he says. Like, it's... Because it's it's one of the... It's a... It, you know, it's symbolic of everything that, you know, Frodo's... uh, This is the point of no return, right? Like, this is... 
they're basically at Mordor now, and shit's getting real. Uh, but also just works for that in that moment. So yeah, yeah. It, I I love the Shelob stuff. It's it's like Rocky was saying. It's like a a, a it's a perfect movie monster and i had no fucking idea it was gonna be a fucking spider i just love that they make it like known that it's a feminine monster mm-hmm. like i fucking love that shit i have to stand yeah no yeah we stand uh one of my other favorite things about this uh and mallory pointed it out because she was dozing through the movie while I was watching it and coming back in at points and out at others. Uh, she was pe- watching with me and she's like, I, she said she uh, appreciates the detail and the different kinds of webbing because there is like the not as sticky ca- non-catching kind of web that the spiders mm-hmm. live in and then the stuff specifically made to catch prey. So the fact that Frodo is able to plow through some webbing while getting caught in the others is super cool. Oh yeah, great detail. Like again, she's such a well-realized creature. Like you understand her layers and everything. It's badass. And there's a shot I picked up on this time that's really great. Of uh, it's like shot through the web, like showing Frodo through the webbing, and it's there's this moment where it like uh, it messes with your comprehension of the space almost. Like it it feels like you you're just it starts uh, makes you feel disoriented and confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just one of those great you know. Of um, that Jackson does throughout this movie, these movies is you know of getting you into the mindset of that character, and it was just something that I had probably seen dozens of times and never really you know picked up on that, and I rewatched it like four times uh, on this rewatch. So I just Aww. so yeah, it's just really cool. It's like little details like that, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and uh, G- G- Gollum's little uh, rhyme that fails is hilarious, and it's one of those great like where it's. You're really tense, but then has that you know nice little moment of uh, levity in there. So, yeah, great stuff. Absolutely. Um, now there's so much going on in this in this final uh, final parts of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay, so let's let's jump to let's jump back to Minas Tirith. Okay, Tirith. There we go. M- so Minas Tirith. So- okay. What's happening with good old Denethor and Faramir, guys? Well, Denethor's being a bitch for one. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to burn his son alive. What's up with that? And what is with these dudes? Like they're they're just like going along with him. Like, yeah, we know he's alive, but you know. And like he's well, vis- he he's visibly alive. Like it's not <laughs> even subtle. Like Faramir's there, like twitching and like, oh, I don't like the feel of this feel on my back. Like I'm a wiggle a little bit. I'm gonna be visibly breathing. And Anthor's like, Mm-mm, nope, fuck everything. <laughs> Check this out. This is exactly what the fuck happened. They the <laughs> he bring he brings him in. He's got the oil. He's about to cook his son. He's about to cook himself. The two fucking dudes that let him in the room, or however many there were, I forget. They lean over and look at each other, and he's like, "Listen, Crustamir, these motherfuckers are about <laughs> these motherfuckers are about to burn each other up. That's hot shit. No pun intended, because we're gonna have the motherfucking wizard leading us. I would rather have that fucking wizard leading us than this piece of shit. So keep it down. Let them cook each other, and we got this, fam. We can at least have a fighting chance. All right, Crustamir, now shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. They're coming. They're coming. Crustamir. That's what happened. End scene." <laughs> Chris Chris Amir. 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 That was great. 
Rocky's new Lord of the Rings OC, Crustamir. Yeah, so uh, good old Pippin is the one who's just screaming at the top of his lungs, what the fuck are you doing? It's not a direct quote. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, he, he runs to Gandalf for help. As, as the orcs, and is it the orcs, or, or, or who is it who's busting in? Orcs. It's the yes. orcs yeah, who busted in. Definitely, definitely. Right. You know, it, it's, it's all, this is all, you know, you know, coming to a head here. Where else can we jump to? Uh, what's happening with um, Eowyn and Theoden and Mary? So they're yeah they're uh, about like earlier in, early in this part early in this half uh, they're like you know doing their final preparations before they're gonna uh, go to join the battle uh, and there's this nice any scene with uh, Eowyn and Mary just kind of chatting about courage and friends oh. and hope is. Gonna make so you, good. gonna make you weepy. Mhm, mhm. Ah, uh, that stuff works. So I love that, that moment's very that moment's very important because it adds to my favorite part of the film. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna say she's incredible. I think she's my one of my favorite characters. She's absolutely my favorite yeah. character in this entire fuck. It like she just puts on for the less lesser guys. You know what I mean? And I really really like that, especially mm-hmm. when she's not a dude like it's just really relevant in this political okay i'm very emotional god damn it all right stan (laughs) we do i have no choice but to stand Uh, all right so uh i'm just like going through all this because like it's all coming to a head is is there anything in like this this uh so we have shelob we have sun you know catching on fire uh, we have the the you know, we have Theoden coming in. It's it's all it, it, it's all beautifully cross cutted, cross edited. Yeah, it's just the the second half. The, I was just noticing that like the the editing, it's fucking perfect in this in the second half especially. I think it just like everything cuts together so well, and it, it's hard to you know piece it together. Like it's, it almost want to talk about each section at a time yeah. just because it right. Uh, but like it's just so wonderful and it everything it cuts to exactly where it needs to uh and the flow works really well but especially as further as it goes along uh it's just great yeah so like leading towards uh this climax where where Theoden uh, his troops um you know come to Minas Tirith is there anything that stands out to you guys Yes, it's when the cave trolls burst the door. And because Gandalf is just like, hey, like, stand your yeah. ground. Whatever comes through that door, basically. And when they bust through, he even has a look of, oh, shit. <laughs> like, they brought the big guns. <laughs> like, the, the look on his face is fucking hilarious. But what he does is when he charges through with the horse and slits the throat of one of them, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, you know, shit like that yeah. <laughs> just adds to, like, how incredible Gandalf is. But then... Uh, you get the scale of it though, especially because of his reaction. Because he's like trying to bolster everybody. He's like, "Look, we're about to we're about to throw down like for real. Like you hear them coming. Like hell is gonna burst through that door. We have to fucking hold it down." And then they cut to his reaction of like, Ooh, like <laughs> such a colorful <laughs> like, maybe I should have prepared him even more. <laughs> like that kind of moment happens, and it's fucking perfect. Again, it's Peter Jackson being a fucking goofball. It's like so yeah. fucking funny, dude. Like that always stood out to me. So I just had to emphasize that moment. It's so so funny. Yeah, it also works because Gandalf always seems to be so 
in control of everything and knowing what's going on and uh, just comfortable with whatever's happening. And then there's always those moments where he's like, oh, fuck. There's like one in each movie and there's like four in this movie almost. Like, uh, and it, it always, it's effective. Like, oh, shit, maybe this is yeah uh, tougher than we thought. Yeah, it's almost like someone told Gandalf that Callus is actually a robot. Boom! Did it! Get at me! <laughs> Destiny references. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but no, in, in seriousness, like, showing Gandalf being afraid is actually, like, super important. Because, like, yes, he is su- an all-powerful wizard, but he is still, like, mortal. Like, he can die. He's just super powerful at this point. And the fact that he's already, like, died once and come back, like, kind of puts a cap on him uh, as a Maiar spirit. Like, they can still perish in a mortal sense. So it lends more credence to the scene with him and um, Pippin later on. So let's focus on Minas Tirith for now. So let's, let's like, kind of just go through it all the way to... Um, them winning, them, them winning, winning, right? Them winning, right? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so let's attack it that way, because again, yes, it's very hard to talk about it when it's like perfectly cut this way. All right. So, what else can we talk about uh, in terms of this battle? Okay. Oh, what about Gandalf's staff? Yes. turning abilities. Thank you. Oh, the fucking witch king showing up. Oh my god. Thank you, Ali. I wrote that down. I was like, witch king. It, it, isn't this? Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I may be wrong. Isn't it's this extended. Like, yes, it's it is. Extended. Right? Okay, yeah. Because yep. I, I, I have a, I have a distinct memory of watching the extended cut trailer for this, and that being like a money shot. It's like this is why you're gonna buy like the the six disc set when it comes out in November. You sons of bitches! Like like this scene alone <laughs> when Gandalf fights the Witch King. But yes, that is a hell of a moment. Yeah. I think it's cool and iconic, but it's kind of anticlimactic. I was kind of hoping for a couple more like minutes <laughs> of them fighting, especially considering like how much they hyped it, and also like the wizard battle that we got in film one. I was really hoping for like this fucking magic exchange, pretty much, you know. And it was just like, oh, your staff's busted, and then like, you know, he's getting yelled at by the fucking, you know. Ahamkara, I think is what it's called. And it starts like yelling at him. And he's like, again, with the whole like, this is worse than I thought face, you know? And then the best shit in the world happens. Is there anything else y'all want to add before we get to like me taking over the fucking podcast? <laughs> I mean, like that that's pretty much how it goes in the books. Like there is no big climax thing. It's just like the Witch King rolls up. He's like, your staff Hello. is broken. Waha! And then dips the hell out. All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, oh, Bye. there's these guys coming. I guess I'm going to not mess with Gandalf anymore for now. Uh, but, like, even in the in the books, it's not really tied to Rohan showing up. The, the Witch King just kind of does it and then leaves just as, like, a flex. <laughs> and then, like, a chunk of time later, it's like, oh, Rohan's here. Oh, we're going to deal with the Witch King now. Okay. But I, I love the way uh, when he holds his sword out and like uh, the way that like space kind of contorts around it is fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, Jackson plays with that even more in the Hobbit movies. And I just love anytime that it happens throughout these movies. But I just it's just fucking great. Rocky, Rocky. go off. Yes. Go ahead, Rocky. Nerd out. Your yeah. Time Ride is for now. ruin. Yeah. So basically, this is seriously my favorite part in the entire fucking movie because it's so like earned and it's so. Um, majestic to me like it's kind of like why we're here you know like everything is going dire and it's actually um, telling you how this battle is going to go like it looks bad 
another layer happens and then another, another layer happens and then another layer happens and it keeps like doing that throughout the whole battle and I never tire of it. It's fascinating. But it gets no better than fucking Theoden finally showing up with the Riders of Rohan all just ready and and just they finally come to like save the day and and give much needed aid to this huge battle where like men are being and men and women and children are all being destroyed by orc right so he shows up he looks at the battlefield and he kind of grunts at it uh, you know so he rolls back and he gives this triumphant speech and we get two really badass triumphant speeches throughout the fucking movie from him and aragorn but this one in particular just touches me in a profound way, man. Just the way he says, like, um, I won't do the whole speech, but the way he does, like, a sword day, a red day, ere the sun rises, and he says, ride now, ride now, ride. Ride to ruin and the world's ending. And then he screams over and over again, death, death. And then everyone else is screaming with him, death, death. And then it cuts to Miranda and the hobbit and they're fucking screaming death as well and my soul leaves my body and then the fucking horses charge yes. in the battle and that celtic score for their theme kicks in and it gets no better dude it's such a fucking perfect moment it's like one of the best things i've ever seen like again it's the speech that he gives it's everything he's fucking gone through it's they need that relief it's so many beautiful things but it's that cut back to miranda and just him uh, it's just them on that horse and her screaming at the top of her lungs like death like can you fucking imagine that like you're the orcs you're chilling you hear like them up on the hill and then they're screaming at you like death like oh we're coming like you're fucked <laughs> like like mm-hmm. we are seriously going to give this our all like we are coming at you for um, uh, not just because of this fight but for all the bullshit that you literally put us through like all this fucking shit that has led up to this we're going at you like tenfold and that's what that scene means to me i get chills every fucking time i see it if i'm drunk i cry it's the best scene dude it's the best again uh theoden's speech them screaming death there's nothing better than that just them running in there handling shit like and again like uh back in the day like they had this whole battle Weta did they had this whole battle planned out and they were just like we got magic like they watched all their special effects and they knew that they had something fucking ridiculous can you imagine having that sequence under your hat for like months and you couldn't like talk about it you know what i'm saying and then like if i saw that with a packed crowd i'd just be like i'd be in tears i'd just be like i i did this like you know what i mean like i fucking i made that like that's fucking incredible like so anyway like that's my favorite scene in all of this entire trilogy i think that charging into battle sequence is the bee's knees man and i wouldn't trade it for anything in the goddamn world anything yo yo Rock let me in, let me let me <laughs> let you in on a secret though they do that and then they fucking top it by bringing in big ass elephants just <laughs> running over all this shit Exactly. I, I, What's better than big horses? Big elephants. I am one, mm. I am once again watching the movie uh, on mute on the side, and wouldn't you know it? As soon as Harrison said that, the the, the oliphants come in. Um, but yes, they, yeah, the oliphants, the Timothy oliphants, with the, uh, <laughs> the Southrons and the Easterlings, just like, ooh, there's that colonialism. Mm. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> 
I, I mean, it's so good because it's layered, like I was just saying. It's like, you know, Theoden comes yeah. in, he kicks some ass, he cuts off some orc heads, you know, and they just, they, they're kicking ass. Like, Carl Urban's doing his business. Everybody's just doing such a good job. And they're like, yeah, we're doing good. Hee-haw. And then it's just like, oh, fuck, look what's coming. And then yeah. it's like, reform the line, reform the line. Like, it's about to go down. Like, we got to get this shit right. And look what they're going against. It's like the worst. It's like, there's literally garrisons on the backs of these, like, uh, mm-hmm. Oliphants. Like it's like it, when you think of the scale of it, it's it's bonkers. Like it's absolutely fucking bonkers, dude. And then again, like you know, they're shooting arrows off the top of this thing. The fucking tusks are are you know ready for battle. There's spikes all over them. You know, it's insane. Like how detailed, not detailed, but just how crazy the scale is. I mean, that's what impresses me the most right. of that final fight is they delivered. It's like, oh, you want a climactic final battle? Boom. Like, we, we, we got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we literally fucking got you. And so, yeah, the whole, I mean, just those horses getting trampled and stomped on and, like, those men being run over by those spikes I'm talking about. It's, you're just like, Jesus Christ. Like, you really feel the scale. I mean, that, I have no other way of stressing that. And, again, there's a lot of digi work and there's a lot of, you know, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of CG in the sequence. But it's it's how it's used that, that makes me just marvel every time. It's like, Jesus, yeah. like crazy which makes it hold up like no no one's business for sure oh yeah and and i've seen this movie what like at at least 12 times and i still this time i'm like oh it looks like they're doing well i guess it's gonna be you know this battle's almost over and then the elephant show up and it's still almost you know still hit me like oh shit there's more and it's just speaks to how uh well put together these things are Yeah. yeah like the way the score just pulls out when that horn goes off is just haunting yeah it's so chilling it's like Um, all the triumph that i was just raving about it's done now (laughs) like it's totally gone all all the triumph that i was stressing just now my favorite shit is like ruined by goddamn timothy (laughs) alphonse like i love it (laughs) yeah there's that shot of uh theoden's face that always gets me like he has a smile he's like yeah doing great guys and then he sees that the elephant is like oh wait no no we're not <laughs> oh no mm-hmm. and then there's that glorious there's that the way jackson moves the camera like over you know the the, the men on the horses then through like the 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 the, the, the legs like you're flying over the battle yeah it's like flying it's over like yeah, yeah showing that scale it's yeah. ugh, it's beautiful or the shot of uh you know denethor uh, burning and jumping off, the, you know, falling off the parapets, oh, so and then it like sweeping down from his burning corpse over the battle. Yeah, fucking a man. It's like this movie. This is why we go to the movies. movies I that- can't fucking believe they were editing this until the fucking last minute. Right? <laughs> like, there's no fucking well, way. No. That's like Miracle. the pro- I mean, perfect I can, example. I can believe it. I believe it. I don't believe that they got it done. Like, it's staggering that they got this thing finished, but I 100% believe it took that long. It's like, it's like, no, I believe it took that long, but I also feel like this is the perfect example of how working under stress produces better work. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. Well, and well, and we'll talk about it uh, in the second half of our series, but uh, like the, the fact that that happened again in this, that like he. Uh, it just shows, yeah, I think it's, it's like, does Jackson do this to himself on purpose? Like, he just <laughs> wants to, like, uh, give himself stress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about the I Am No Man now, please? Yes, we're, we got that. Yeah, I, here we go. One, one, right, one, one last shit. thing. Wait, one here, last Harrison thing. has a thing. Harrison has a thing. Please. 
because it's super relevant, and I know I've been hitting this drum a whole fucking bunch during this series, but like we're talking like this is hot, like high modernism, and I have to talk about it. The fact that like the 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 elephants and the southrons and easterlings come barreling in with we- weapons of war unparalleled in scale um, by anything the Rohan and Gondorian forces are capable of dealing with is just another example of like new industry and mechanized warfare just wiping the floor and changing the face of warfare and how can men alone stand in the face of such a menace how can civilization recover from this destruction two notes before we move on um i really love the, the lead writer of the the oliphants because like he has a distinct style i brought this up like way earlier like in episode zero i think like i i really love his design because like you could just tell like even though he's on screen for just a brief moment he becomes like this this um how do i word it like a star wars kind of character like a boba fett like he becomes like this really cool looking motherfucker that you're like whoa who is that and you don't really need like a great backstory you just kind of are like oh that's great design dude and you get that he's the leader and there's a couple shots when he's running people over and he's just like yeah like he's like feeling it like all this like you know war and this carnage like that's incredible and he stands out he reminds me of i don't know like um the, the flamethrower guitarist from fury road you know that kind of shit like yeah just yeah. a very yeah, sure. iconic l- looking character also I had a friend named Jeremy that I was a roomie with back in the day, and he really loved this saga, and he watched it quite often. And in that sequence, when they're actually kind of getting the upper hand, and um, they're they're learning how to take down the Oliphants, uh, Theoden screams, take it down, take it down, like, like over and over again, right? He used to think that Theoden said, break it down, break it down, like they were on like a dance floor, and he fucking ruined that sequence for me forever. Like, all I heard, all I hear now is, break it down, break it down and like it's just like a ne- <laughs> needle drop or some edm music or something's about to blast off so like yeah that, that shit kills me like every time i'm like damn it you ruined this movie <laughs> and i'll let, we'll let you go uh go mad with uh eowyn love here uh but for a second when she uh just sweeps through the elephant you know uh wrecking his tendons uh mm-hmm. great shit mm-hmm. but and then which leads to the best shit She's the fucking best. First of all, like, I don't know. I don't know where to even start. I'm going to start by saying this, and it has nothing to do with Eowyn. I mean, it does, but the best acting I've seen, like, in this trilogy is when Eomer... I said that weird, but anyway. When he thinks that Eowyn is dead, and he's holding her, and it's like two seconds, and it's all facial... But it's, like, it makes me cry. Like, I'm thinking about it now and I want to sob. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he's, like, shrieking and holding her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so heartbreaking. It's awesome. It's awesome that he has, like, such eagle eye vision to notice that her body amongst a bunch of hundreds of bodies littered across the floor. (laughs) That's magical. Like, they should, they needed those eyes, like, honestly, in the battlefield, so. Yeah, and and Urban does a great job in that, for sure, in that scene. But this time I was like, dude. You don't even know she's like maybe get to her first before you like assume that she like, he's like oh no she went to battle and she's dead like I thought like it's dude <laughs> I mean like if I fucking saw my sibling <laughs> in the fucking field on the floor I'm gonna lose my shit I'm not gonna be like wait let me think logically here. <laughs> good point okay <laughs> you know 
But anyway, this yes. Is, this the- is also not exactly a time period where if you're on the ground on a battlefield, things are going well right. for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would be a good sign, but... Before then, uh, some shit, some amazing uh, yes. applause in the theater every time I saw it. I don't know that there's a more feminist moment in film <laughs> than when Ilwyn, she has her helmet on, and... She fucking kills the fucking Witch King. And then she takes off her fucking helmet and her hair flowing in the wind. She says, Well, this was before she kills him. She says, I am no man. And then she kills him. And it's fucking amazing. And I say that all the time now. Even when I don't have to. Just when I wake up sometimes, ah, I am no man. <laughs> The, like she's the best part about her character is everything you just said seriously because she's so important to the entire fight like it's like my favorite moment when she's screaming death like she fucking meant it and when she was on the battlefield she figured out how to like topple the oliphants like she was so important to the to the fucking battle like period and who does she dispatch the goddamn witch king you know what i mean and even though she was getting rocked like quite a bit you know and even peter said that shoot was tough because like they're literally like he they put it on her man for real like the stunt team was just like we got to make it look good and they like it really put her to work man and like she was sore after that day that's all i'm trying to say but an all-timer man the proof is in the yeah thank you thank you the proof is in the pudding like her performance uh that line everybody loves that line like everybody and that's like an all-timer fucking thing it's like if you're an actor and you get like a part you're lucky if you're remembered forever type shit you're lucky if you get that one role that mm-hmm. everyone remembers you for or that one um i don't know again the one line even if it's a cameo in a film like you're oh i remember that motherfucker because of the shit he said you know or that woman like that was funny like that line is all-timer shit whether you like lord of the rings or mm-hmm. not like that is very very important especially again we brought this up coming from two female screenwriters. That's very fucking important that they threw that line yes. in there uh, amongst all this carnage and all this battle. It's like, nah, a woman can whoop some fucking ass too. Like, it's very important Like that that's in there. And she delivers, you know? Like, it's so good. So, so good. And it's not even that she's kicking ass. It's that she's kicking an ass that nobody else could. So it's like, that's powerful shit. Yeah, I mean, oh, this, yeah. Dude really just, that. this dude just shattered... Gandalf the White, who is the most powerful mm-hmm. being in the whole fucking world, uh, and you know, broke his staff, and she stabs him in the fucking face. So, yeah. And don't forget, she also cuts off that dragon's head. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, in one swing, <laughs> she's a, yeah. she's a legend. Yeah, there you go. And she does all of this while elevating fucking Mary. Like it's like. It's pretty powerful shit. Like, in elevating him, she kind of also elevates herself and is able to do and accomplish so much more than had she, you know, been compliant with the shit that was being told to her about about Mary and about herself. So I think that's pretty powerful. And I love that, and I love her, and I would die for her. We must stand. <laughs> By the way, I'm happy Harrison didn't correct me uh, and say Nazgul instead of Dragon. All right. I was I was muted. Y'all were on a roll. I was getting a drink. It's fine. But uh, I do really want to. I do really want to quickly say that like this is um, 
the I am no man is a line from the source material. Uh, um, Boyens and Walsh didn't come up with it wholesale. But what they did do, and I will give them the utmost credit for this, is trim out the rest of the fucking Shakespearean bullshit speech. Um, because Tolkien has Eowyn going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Uh, so trimming it, the whole thing down to just I am no man, stab, works way better and is just as good. Oh, yeah. And how cool is his implosion death animation? So like, good. I, 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 I love that because it, feel, it feels genuinely like, oh, you just destroyed like a true agent of darkness. You, you destroyed something that like should not be around. Like that thing looks fucked up, you know, and it's made of evil <laughs> you know <laughs> it feels like it's being sucked back into where like where it came from you know that kind of shit and, like it's great yeah and the sound design i mean there's a reason this movie won all the oscars because like yo perfect <laughs> it is other, perfect the others should have won oscars too <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about it so um, um now we're going uh now those well, dudes show can, up can i can i backtrack just a bit sure can i backtrack just a bit for a moment I always love and it, it seems it seems to always happen in each part now um, Gandalf has a quiet moment with a character um, right before uh, I am no man uh, when it seems like everything's you know gonna end terribly they're all gonna die nice. him, him and Pippin just have a nice quiet talk and oh. Pippin's like can't believe this is how it's gonna end Gandalf's like end no this is not the end it's just another yeah yeah Yeah. so I absolutely love that like when this movie gets quiet in those scenes Mm -hmm. and it's the best uh, always right at the exact right moment too like Uh, oh my god yeah so it's it's a beautiful moment it's it's the reason why I love these movies it takes its time and it has those quiet moments like that that are ugh it just breaks my heart each time this scene pretty much like goes is like the sibling scene to Frodo and Sam's on the side of Mount Doom and I love them both so much like these that's where I cry this is where I cry especially because of just the the score have like having the the chorus of into the west start to play subtly underneath just uh kills me every time it's so good that's the first time we hear that t- tune isn't it yeah. yeah yeah i want that speech on my uh, <clears throat> tombstone <laughs> it's so fucking good it is god damn yeah. it and yeah. I um, do, I mean, when we get to the Frodo and Sam stuff, I wrote a whole fucking piece for a website that we can't really discuss. And I'm going to share it with you guys because I'm really proud of it. It's like my most, uh, the piece I'm most proud of. But those two speeches are probably like, I, I always knew I loved Lord of the Rings. But when I saw those two speeches, I was like, oh, there's like some real wisdom in this. And then that's when, you know. The magic happened. But yes, we're at uh, Aragorn. <laughs> yes, ghost ship. Ghost uh, ship. And I, ghost ship. I, and I, uh, I'm okay with. Uh, the reason I like the pirate things is just purely because of the, the way that these. This one orc says, "Get off your ships." I'm not going to do it because it's that like Kiwi accent that I love. Like there's nice work yeah. to be done. Yeah, it's just it's the best, and uh, but just like the fucking ghosts coming in and freaking the fuck out of some marks is it's quality shit 
it's uh, it's a hell of a reveal. I mean, I mean, let's not. Yes. Let, yeah, yes, let's, it is. Let, let's not restart that discussion <laughs> <laughs> about extended versus theatrical. But yes, it's a it's a great moment with Aragorn jumping off the ship, you know, rushing those orcs, and then the ghosts just following right behind. Him. Yeah, and I may have mentioned this uh, before. Another, like any time, it's, it's especially apparent in the scene though of. Uh, you know, uh, Gimli and Legolas always competing to see who can get the most kills. Uh, and but Aragorn just like going on a tear. Uh, it's effect. It's especially effective in this scene of just showing like uh, it's both funny because those guys are you know doing it, but then also just shows you know gives Aragorn's uh, why Aragorn is meant to be king and why he's like the dude. Uh, and it's just it it's a great little uh, little touch that like always hits me so we have to we have to talk about um because like in each movie doesn't legless get um a thing to do <laughs> oh, yeah. just one thing to do one thing to, but his thing is uh, is taking down that uh elephant by himself oh, that, right that, that that's the thing so fucking stupid is it? no oh, it's my not god. harrison Oh god, I hate it. I hate it so much. Because Harrison, that's what you hate. I don't hate fun. I like fun. I think this is too much. Why? Actually, it's not even. It's not even that. No, it's not even that. This is too much. It's just like one foot over the line. Where like, if this was it. I'd be okay with it. But the shit that Legolas pulls in Battle of the Five Armies is so dumb and <laughs> so awful. And this is the first, this is like where they like begin to lean into it too much. No. Wait, are you talking, are wait, we just what the be, fuck are, are you talking about? Are Ali and me just going to be yelling at you in that episode? Is this a preview of like... Yes, because... I, lo- I like Battle of Five Armies. I hate Legolas jumping on that fucking slow-mo falling bridge. It's fucking terrible. It's so bad. Oh, my God. Let's, no, let's let's save that yeah, fight save that for, later, for that episode. Let's, uh, let's talk about... I wanna... Oh, I don't know. Like, okay. In a... In He's a by getting kicked off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Harrison, you're fired. <laughs> no, like it, I can, I can kind of see where you're coming from, Harrison. But I, 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 I'm just trying to be nice here. I don't agree with you at all. <laughs> it's fun. It, he, he, at this point, we're we're supposed to believe he's like this fucking you know unkillable lies a feather you know elephant killing machine so i buy it i buy all this absurdity okay i i'm rolling with it okay harrison is it because it what what's the reason just because you think it's just silly it's it's not that it's silly it's the fact that the like so much of the series is trying to play itself as a pretty straightforward war film, and then you have these Ugh. moments of just absurdity that don't fit whatsoever. Uh, it's a fantasy. Like, the, it's fantasy, but though. But even with the fantasy they've established, it doesn't fit. I don't know. Uh, Did you not uh, see how he pulled up himself on the horse? In, 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 <laughs> yeah, in remember that? that? Two towers. Fucking shocker! <laughs> I don't like that either. Oh come on! <laughs> I think it. I my biggest problem with that is one highly inefficient. Two looks terrible. Come oh on, he's so rubbery. It <laughs> looks so, so bad. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, they showed up on the battlefield with fucking ghosts. Like, that, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like th- that sequence is dope. I'll just tell you like my personal experience, and I-, I won't harp on it too much. I promise. Like to each their own. You know, for real. Um, for me, it was like that moment happened in the theater, and he slid down the trunk mm-hmm. and landed. 
and I literally started to clap like involuntary. I just was like, oh my God, that was fun, man. And then the whole audience started to clap. They were like, oh yeah, that was dope. And like, we, they all like, I literally engaged, like I started an applause in a theater because of that fucking moment. And that's like, I think why I'm so personally like, adamant about it being cool like it's such a just dorky fucking moment it's it's luke skywalker taking out the fucking adat in empire strikes back it's like it's like nothing new but it was perfectly placed like in return of the king and that's why i'm like a big a big fan of it and just sliding down the trunk is like that's a flex like with all caps like not even just the f capitalized all letters capitalized that's a huge fucking like like fucking elves you fuckers like you know what i mean like it's it's that moment's dope that moment's dope and it's all worth it. it it's all worth it because of the just that perfectly timed uh and how comic and the, of relief gimli's line fucking there's there's a there's a few moments in in my history that i can remember of like being in a movie theater and just the whole audience like being completely taken somewhere and like just being all you know like both like holy shit it's amazing and then all laughing uh it, it was just this movie there are a few uh movie experiences where i remember every single moment you know of my time in the theater and this is one of them i think that was perfectly timed too because of all the fucking like negative like it looked bad for everybody at this point and then Gimli's little like remark kind of like reinstilled hope in me mm-hmm. and then you know I, I I just love Gimli and I love their friendship and I like that that never you, we never really lose sight of that friendship and like its evolution and I like that because that's what this little half of the movie was missing I think anyway no for sure it, it goes back to what I was just saying it's like bad guys are winning good guys are winning bad guys are winning and now the good guys are winning and it's emphasized with like him sliding down a fucking elephant trunk it's like you know yeah. it's all good guys you know what I mean like it, it's so fucking incredible like I don't know it just it totally adds up to me and yeah their, their rapport just especially built in the, the second film and they're adding the kills up and counting them up you know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit's, like, super fucking cool, you know? And what's funny, too, is Legolas literally murdered, like, 15,000 people on top of that all the time. <laughs> and for Gimli to just be like, it only counts as one, you know, that's fucking funny. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that that, 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 that joke works. That joke totally works. I'm into it. I agree. And it I, all works. I, I like I'm, how this... I'm glad, I'm glad we're in agreement here. <laughs> but I, I like how this scene... It's a scene, fucking Looney uh, Tune, and it doesn't fit. But I like how this amazing battle sequence ends... It's a Looney Tune cartoon. Uh, this amazing battle sequence ends with basically, like them in kind of a state of alright, so we won, kind of uh, but like there's all the, look at all these thousands of people that are dead uh, and we've got an entire fucking evil force coming at us uh, yeah fuck, like that's uh, and like they're tending to their wounded uh, the moment where like, Eowyn probably would have died like, or maybe, I don't know, because that I guess, like, her stabbing the Witch King probably fucked her up a little bit, but Aragorn does his, uh, little healing, uh, stuff, and I, I don't know, I just like the way it kind of feels like a, a now-what, uh, feeling to it, which is, what you know, not what you'd expect after, you know, decimating an army of orcs, but it works to yeah. its themes. I mean, yeah, thank you. I don't want to have to, I didn't want to go in on that again. Yes, it works with the themes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about uh, is it yeah, the it's Mary eating the oliphant, right? 
<laughs> yeah, the ghost eating the elephant. That's amazing. All that ghost. That's, yeah. I, I just want to. Uh, I just want to emphasize again the ghost stuff. I love. Okay. Them just guiding through the city, n- you know, knocking out all these bad guys and just like. Phew, oh, that like, like wide, never, the wide like, shot of them just like the running wide over shot, things. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, another great change they made because in the books, uh, Aragorn uses the. I think I said this on a previous episode, but I'm going to say it again because I can't remember. Uh, Aragorn gets the ghosts. They go raid another town, get like 40 rangers, and then come to the Pelennor Fields and save the day with 40 soldiers extra. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like, okay. It's a, it's a weird side quest, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like that, that doesn't work. <laughs> a weird side quest. We've got 10,000 ghosts, but we really need these 40 dudes. But listen, guys, these 40 yeah. dudes, I mean, they're they are going to make it for us, all right? You know? I mean, that's kind. that was kind of Tolkien's logic. He was like, yeah, but they all fought with the strength of a thousand men, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm like, dude, you didn't stop it. The, these 40 dudes push it over the edge. He just man. loves them as rangers. <laughs> he really does. So before we get back to good old uh, Frodo and Samwise and Gollum, our other two hobbits first. Uh, yeah, um, why don't we talk about real quick? This I like this little scene, oh, and and we're here in the aftermath. I mean, um, Eowyn wakes up, and yeah, it's it's like like you're saying, Sam, right? Like it's, hey, what now? Um, and I also don't want to pass over the the moment where Mary finds Pippin. Uh, mm-hmm. That that reunion is sweet, and I'm glad once again it's like all that all that battle happened. Yes, it's been like the last 30, 30, 40 minutes of the movie, nonstop action. But yeah, let's remember there are these characters that we love, and they're finally reunited. They're finally reunited. So that's that's sweet. It's a sweet moment. What does he tell him? Like, no, I'm gonna take care of you. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, oh, my heart hurts me. Yeah, I know. It, it's like those little fuckers, man. <laughs> they, 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 little they, fuckers. They, they get me, dude. Like every time, dude. Like again, in the fellowship and when Boromir's dying and they slow-mo yell to try to like fight back and they just get plucked away. Like that touches me. That that sequence when he's screaming death, you know, in the battlefield, that touches me. And then the whole like that scene right there where he's like almost like he's exhausted basically by an oliphant, you know, and his homeboy is like finally grown up. He's finally matured after everything he's gone through, after, you know, touching the polyantier and all that stuff. <laughs> um, it's just, it, it's really fucking sweet. Uh. It's so fucking sweet. I just love the fact that he's just like, nah, man, I got you, like, this time around. Like, normally, you're the, yeah. you're the guy getting me out of trouble, but just relax, brother. You know, I got you. And that, that stuff really fucking gets me, man. It, like, it touches my soul. And then later on, which we'll get to when they run into the battle head first, that is the best shit ever. That is that is the best that is why i watch these movies honor love respect you know just all of it is in full force here and that takes us back to the hobbits uh frodo frodo at this point wrapped up in shelob's web uh <laughs> captured captured at the uh where, where is it like at the at the at the top of a of a tower oh. with some orcs or some shit oh, hold on hold on hold on what you, you just skipping over the entire back half of the shelob yeah, sequence like okay, yeah, talk, yeah, sorry. yeah come on we didn't talk about frodo and golems like big pivotal discussion sorry. we didn't talk about sam rolling up with the with the let's let's rewind because I was doing it chronologically after the fight. You're right. Let's go all the way back. Okay, so we talked about Frodo 
uh, getting pushed into Shelob's uh, lair, uh-huh. right? Okay, that that's where we are, right? If, if mm-hmm. right. Frodo is getting, uh, he walks into that nest, but he manages to get out, and Gollum attacks him, right? He gets a, he he gets he gets a vision of uh, Gladriel. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love that. We didn't we didn't talk about that yet. Yeah, yeah. How do we feel about that? <laughs> Love it. Anything uh, Gladriel-based is perfect because that actually helped him inside that cave. Uh, one of the tools she gave him, you know, he, like, lights it up. Mm-hmm. And then the whole bit when, you know, like, he's just fucking passed out and then she lifts him up. Like, that's a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a couple sequences in cinema history, and I won't go off on them, but when somebody reaches down to pull you up, like, yo, get the fuck up. Like, you got this. You know, like, I, that's one of the most important ones, and it's, like, in a fantasy film. I just love the fact that she... And her smile, too, man. How could you not take that hand? Like, she, like... <laughs> the way she leans in and just smiles, she's smiling at me, not Frodo. And the way she pulls us up is, like, incredible. Like, it, I just love that fucking moment so much. And he kind of shakes off the cobwebs and starts moving forward a little more. It's great. Okay, yeah, so now here we are. Okay, this particular shot this little scene where frodo is walking towards his goal right and shikoto shilob is right above him <laughs> that is amazing that's scary it's perfect um because i love those moments in a movie when we the audience know more than you know the characters on screen mm-hmm. at this point i'm like you son of a bitch look up <laughs> look behind you and he does turn around but he like she's like right above him and then what happens he gets jabbed right in the was it in the fucking stomach with a uh, shelob's uh-huh. uh stinger, stinger. yeah but I, I and i love the way it like there's no music no sound effects like it's just shelob creeping all around it's it's brilliant like fucking a like that it's scary as shit, but also kind of cool. Like, you're like, I mean, obviously, Shelob, you know, you're rooting for Frodo, but at the same time, it's like, man, she's doing a good job. Like, she's, she's killing it. <laughs> she's- <laughs> yeah, no, it, it speaks to the menace of Shelob as, like, a huntress, because she's so quiet until she doesn't want to be, mm-hmm. and she, like, makes the one little rock noise to get him to turn around so she can get her stinger into position to hit him right when he turns back around again. Like, right. oh. She is playing him like a damn fiddle, and it works <laughs> oh, yeah. so well. She, she has him, like, yeah, from a distance. Like, she fucking has him, and it's it's what you just said. Like, she knows exactly, like, how to be stealthy, and for a creature of that size to be, like, that quiet, that's genuinely scary. Like, that's right. genuinely fucked up. Like, you feel like, damn, that bitch could have been anywhere at all times. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you get, you, get, you get that sense of, like, like uh, just super creepy stuff. And, to yeah, to use the rock to get him to, like, turn around and, like, fool him completely, that's that's fire, dude. That's, that's incredible shit. Again, adding to, like, her character. Like, she's a smart creature. Mm-hmm. Very smart creature. I mean, she predates Sauron, so she has to be this smart so good um so check this i i gotta get into this because this is really really fucking cool like so frodo gets stung he gets wrapped up into his little like food uh womb or f- what, what what would you call that <laughs> food womb food womb. yeah, yeah let's, uh, let's, let's, stick with that. let's stick with that yeah food I, womb. i'm pretty i'm pretty sure tolkien put that in the text so um it's fw basically and um so he's wrapped up and then you know it's about to go down but then who comes back is 
again, the love, honor, respect shit, for him to come back all the way up those steps and to crawl all the way through the cave just to find his fucking friend, badass. Like, Samwise is the shit. And that shot of him walking into frame is actually Peter Jackson holding that sword. And it says so in the special features because he was asking for, like, I need a gunslinger shot. I literally need, like, the side of his hand, like, like he's pulling out a sixer, ready to fire on somebody, but it's going to be the fucking sword instead. And nobody was getting the shot right, and he just biked down to the set and was like, I'll do it myself. Like, just put me in the fucking, put me in the garb, you know? And, like, he literally, that's, so that's him, like, in frame doing that. And that makes me so happy every single time that shot pops up because it's just the filmmaker incorporating himself into the vision so much. He's like, you guys are not getting the shot I need. I have to do it myself, you know? And they're so, it's incredible, dude. And, and again, back to Sam, he makes Sam look like a goddamn rock star in that moment. Like, that's mm-hmm. the moment when you're just, like, the meek kind of, you know, feeble one, I guess. Like, and I mean no disrespect by this. Like, he's finally stepping up to be like, oh, you got my friend? I'm going to cut your fucking legs off. Like, all eight of them shits. Like, let's go. You know, like, I really love that scene from the bottom of my heart. It's so good. Like, he stepped up to a big spider in a big way. And, uh, yeah, he... He doesn't kill Sheila, or does he? No, no, he doesn't. No. Right? No, no, no. No, he stabs so, her tummy. Yeah, right in the tummy. So, so and she yeah. just slinks off to nurse her wounds. Like she's fine. Yeah, don't don't worry, Ale. Uh, <laughs> Sheila is fine. Uh, you know, I I after rewatching the sequence, I'm like, you know, maybe spiders are cool. You know, I I kind of want I kind of want to see a spider in real life like wrap up its its prey. No. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Come on. No. Harrison. It's no, it's horrifying. I hate it. <laughs> I'm starting I'm starting to be on Ali's side here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh this this line when Sam gets to Frodo after, you know, putting Sheila back in her cave, uh he uh says the line of, you know, don't go where I can't follow and that that fucking guts me. Like, damn it. I know even though I know Frodo's fine, it's still like damn it. That's 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 savage. Oh, powerful shit. He thinks his friend is dead. It's not cool, man. Uh, But hey, then some good old orcs show up. Yeah, I love the. I love. I mean, the funny orcs are my. I just love these guys. Like they, they're they're fucking assholes, but they're like, just like (laughs) I don't know. Just like, uh, you know, limp as bone fish. fish, Yeah. (sighs) One of the orcs is named Shagrat. That's yep. that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's the scrawny motherfucker who's like leading the group. Shagrat. Are, so are the orc names are great? Are there some urukai in this place? Like, is it like because they kind of look like them, but like and they talk like? But I'm not. I thought all the Urukai were dead, but it's I'm confused. I don't know. No, so I, all I, the manu- all the manufactured Urukai that Saruman made were the ones running around at okay. Helm's Deep and stuff. Um, Mordor orcs are generally bigger. Okay. Um, and uh, Minas Minas Morgul orcs are the like greener, smaller ones, like more akin to goblins. Yeah, he refers to them as like Morgul filth. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's the difference of being like on the outside of the wall versus the inside of the wall sure. kind of a thing. Yeah. So yeah, just again, yeah, just different factions of orcs, and it's kind of like what's another great thing about this is like the orcs being petty and violent and stupid, you know, allows Frodo and Sam to slip by, right? Like they, they use that to their advantage of like this is why you know the, at the end of the day, showing that like 
these evil dudes, yeah, they're strong, they're scary, but at the end of the day, they're going to be their own undoing. Uh, and it's just, God, this movie, I know we say that per- word perfect a lot, but <laughs> damn it. Oh, yeah. The, the infighting is definitely stressed. You could definitely tell that even if they win, they'll probably implode because they're so mm-hmm. fucking stupid. You know, they're just constantly beefing over dumb shit. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, just the way they get into that scrap, like, over the fucking mythrail. <laughs> they're just like, like, shit, this is mine. No, it's mine. That's you know, that, that shirt. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's their ring. It becomes, like, their ring that they're fighting over and coveting. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's like, it adds to the theme of the film. It's perfect. Like, again, I, I have to emphasize perfect again. Yeah, so that's where we are. We're in that uh, tower with the orcs, and Sam uh, you know, find, overhears that Frodo's still alive, so he has to uh, go, go follow these orcs carrying Frodo and leads them up to this tower. And he kicks some ass. Yeah, he kicks some ass. He saves <laughs> Frodo. And hey, what did you know it? Uh, where's the ring in all this, by the way? Sam has it. Sam has it. Ooh. And what does Sam do plot with it? Thickens. Play the he, plot thickens. He pawns it, right? He pawns it. <laughs> <laughs> he pawns it. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder how much a ring like that is worth. I don't know. In El Paso, it's worth $250. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quote from Kill Bill. It's, hey, you know, this is a side question. I mean, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be asking this because there's so much to talk about. But, like... Has anybody looked up? I'm sure you guys have. Some of you, maybe one at least person has. Like, how much a prop of that costs? Like that. Dep- uh, that depends on. Are you talking like actual props on the set? Well, let's let's just say realistically, like a replica. Depends on the quality of the replica. Uh, back in the like prime of that kind of stuff, it was. 24 carat was probably running you about 600? 600? That's, that's, not, not, that's not too bad. That's not, not too bad. bad. No. I was no. really out here. I thought you were going to say 600,000. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, as somebody, that... as I was very close to buying full-size replicas of Narsil multiple times. <laughs> we fucked oh, this up. Dude, we fucked this up. See, Harrison had, like, the right number in his head. We should have priced this right this shit. We should have all <laughs> three, like, guess, and somebody should have said one dollar to drive the joke home. <laughs> Fuck! We we, you know what? Let's, let's take it back. Let's pretend we didn't hear that number, and let's go around and play the game. No, no, we don't have the time. I was just wondering, like, well, well, what about like the actual prop? Is that, or I'm, I'm sure they made many, you know, in movie props of the ring. I'm sure those are out there, maybe still. Uh, how much of those get you? Like, oh, those are way, way yeah. up there, way beyond. I bet. Anyway. Good old Sam has the ring, and he just gives it back to Frodo. Of course, he wasn't gonna take it for himself. Well, there's a there's a moment there though. There's there's a there's little. A, there's a tiny bit, right? Half a second moment where he's like, but it, yeah, I mean, but then I like how this time when Frodo takes it back, he's like, you have to understand, you know, it would destroy you. Like it's, I'm doing this for you. I I it's already fucking me up. Uh, I'm not gonna let it take you too. You know. Yeah. It's a beautiful moment. I have to ask Ale this. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I know in the past, in the last episodes, 
like um, you're like. Oh, I know what you're gonna ask me. Yeah, Manny. yeah, I know, I know. If uh, my stance on Frodo and Sam has changed. Yeah, I, I wonder because like in in Two Towers, you said that you have been prone to skip over some of the yes. Sam and Frodo stuff. I, I don't want- skip over Sam and Frodo stuff in this last uh, half of Return of the King because I think it's some of the most powerful shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I think it really hones into what this. <laughs> trilogy means to me and to me it's I know um Rocky said it's about honor and respect and but to me it's about just like friendship like honest to god it's just friendship and I know that's like oversimplifying things but when we get to the point where we talk about um Sam's speech I'll explain a little bit more elaborately but I do love the Sam and Frodo stuff in this half of Return of the King so yes my opinion has changed yeah, we're we're hurtling towards the end here. We have about an hour left of the movie, um, and we're an I hour. We're gonna say a recording. I was ready to kill. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know how much longer we can keep recording. Well, fuck you too. This will probably this will be cut out. Me asking everybody, how much longer can you record? Because we don't we haven't normally gone oh, I'm this good far. To go. I am good. good to go. I'm good with like another cool. half hour. All right. I have an interview in the morning. Okay, oh. Ali has another half hour. I, 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 I'm just throwing this out there. What do we? What if we make this a two-parter, and we? I, I can't even even think of where to end this part and then continue on like the last half another time yeah. maybe. Or well, I we kind of yeah, I kind of mentioned the idea of having like you know a wrap up of the trilogy thing of Return of, and maybe we could do an you know it wouldn't need to be as long if we like do a. Like, I, say, I guess we can get to the yes, get to the I, ring getting destroyed, you know? Like I, and then I I vote that. I say we go all the way to the ring being destroyed. We come back and talk about the million endings that they have that everyone yeah, bitches the about. First okay, yeah. fa- the first fade to black, which is stu- <laughs> like that's all my right. only we'll we'll talk about it later. Okay, so we'll 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 get all the way to the ring being destroyed and then we'll break and then we'll come back, talk about the rest. Okay. And then yeah, and then that'll be also the wrap up. All right. Uh, so Sam, so, so Frodo got the ring back. Yeah, Frodo gets the ring back, and hey, um, we go back to Minas Tirith. All right, and Gandalf and everybody there who's still alive, uh, Aragorn. Uh, they're like, hey, what do we do now? What's the plan? Distraction. Distraction. Yeah, love it. Love yeah. this stuff. I, I love the them hanging out in the. You know the the throne room and uh, Gimli chilling with his pipe. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, and they're like, you know, that we're uh, and Aomir is like, we're kind of fucked here, right? Like, you know, there's no chance. And, uh, yeah. And then Aragorn's like, yeah, maybe we are fucked. Like, maybe we have no chance, but we can give Frodo a chance. Like, that's that's the whole point, you know, right? We have to we're exactly. doomed, but we have to get this one. We have to give our little friend a chance. We have to, you know, that's kind of, you know, the humanism of it and the mm-hmm. the optimism of it that we, it doesn't matter if where there's no hope. We still need to fight. We need to give, uh, if we can do one thing and make, you know, give this one guy a chance, then it's worth it. Yeah. And that, oh, to me, I mean, out of the many, like, like uh, how, how, uh, uh, Ali was saying about friendship and how that's, an important aspect of the movie to me this also is another important part like them yeah the distraction them doing all of this for the sake of 
yes, I mean, you know, hopefully the the world will be safe, but also for for Frodo. And then we go to hey, Arag- Aragorn, uh, he holds up that orb. <laughs> Harrison, what's it called? A polantir. Pallians. Pallantir. Hey guys, let's finish this episode early. Spends time <laughs> mispronouncing names. But uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, Aragorn going to you know he's like, uh, I've got an idea how to get it. Like I'm gonna fucking stop hiding from this douche. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him I'm you know his this king that he's been fearing. He's back. Do you love it though? I do. Oh. <laughs> okay. I love I love Vigo holding that orb. I love. Uh, I don't know. Well, I love every well, minute of it. Well, why mm-hmm. don't you love it, Harrison? I just... The way this section is put together feels a little sloppy to me. Uh, the fact that, like, I get I get the fact that, like, Aragorn's not shirking his birthright, his imperialist, colonialist birthright as, like, the heir to the throne. Um, but it's... It, I prefer the theatrical edition here because, like, them marching on the Black Gate does the same thing. Like, drawing his attention to the Black Gate, I think a fairly sizable military force at your front door is going to attract attention. Uh, The only difference is that, like, he has a heads up now. But, like, the the flash of, like, Arwen and the, the, the necklace falling and breaking... Uh, and that weird fucking white flash cut they choose to do just to the march on the Black Gate does not make sense to me. It just feels weird and out of place. I'd rather it not be there. Fair take, Harrison. Uh, anybody else in agreement? It's fine. I don't care. Like it, it, yeah. it, <laughs> right, it yeah. doesn't. It do, honestly doesn't affect me that much. Like I, I do like the fact that the hero is just like we coming, motherfucker, and like holds a sword up, you know. But like it's it's whatever. It's like it, 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 I'm neutral about it. I guess you know it doesn't really like excite the fuck out of me, and it doesn't annoy me. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's, I, it's I, it, yeah, it's, I I'd agree with that. I, I wouldn't necessarily. I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss it. But again, I, it's hard for me to. I can't fucking think the, about these uh, subject I, objectively. I don't really. I don't care to. The other thing too is like Aragorn has much better moments later on down the line, and so if that was to be like his most triumphant moment, I would be kind of disappointed. Right. And I'd, I'd maybe bitch about it then, but he has a line later on, and, and we'll, we'll discuss it in the ending. That is just like it, I, I tears every time. Yeah, it's for the, sure best like line from him and also just his speech you know for frodo you know he he rallies up the troops he gets everybody pumped and he's just like let's go you know and he charges in a battle like that shit's incredible to me like uh i love that shit so yeah that moment doesn't bug me because he's got better shit later on down the line so now we yeah now we're going back to you know the, the, again the cutting back and forth is just it's it's perfect in this moment in these moments yeah let's and- Let's stick with, um, uh, I want to touch on this little tender scene between Erwin, uh, Eowyn, sorry, and Faramir, right? Right, they, yeah, the scene is not in the theatrical, right? That doesn't, so it's like, it is not. in the it end where they're together, it's like, what the, f- what, oh, they know each other now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
it, it yeah it's a, pi- it's a pivotal moment yeah because like they're both like uh healing up from from although although faramir seems fine after being almost burned alive yeah why seems... aren't you fighting dude is it just because you saw the hot- <laughs> you, you, yeah you saw the cute He's like, girls oh, are I, like i'll, I'll I, stay here my shoulder kind of hurts, guys. You know, I'm sorry, but calling this a pivotal moment feels a little no, strong. It's sorry, right, a pivotal moment in the relationship. Thank okay? you. Yes, ma- yes, I want to make that clear. Not yeah, pivotal not moment the in the film, movie. But no, the, not to the yeah. film. Yes, because as as Sam was saying, I mean, if you watch the theatrical cut, they're just together, and it's like, all right, they're just the two single people who managed to find each other. <laughs> Fine. I wish I was that lucky. Um, yeah, but they, they they talk a bit and they hold hands, and yes, it it, it clears up. It gives com- some context for their relationship at the end. All right, moving on. Why don't we jump back to Frodo and Sam? Um, them dress him, dressing up as orcs. I, dress I, I, up I as love orcs. this stuff. How, how do they pull that off? By the <laughs> way? They're so small. They okay, just, so they, they, Harrison, uh, Harrison has an answer. Harrison has an answer. Yeah, tell I us. actually, I don't have an answer on how they pull this off, but um, the this is like we've mentioned the Ralph Bakshi and Rankin Bass stuff in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is almost a direct reference to the Rankin Bass Return to the King movie. Because uh, Ralph Bakshi didn't end up making the second half. He condensed Fellowship and the first half of Two Towers into a movie and just called it The Lord of the Rings. And then Rankin Bass picked up the, the, the back half of Towers and King and had to make it without making reference to anything that came before. But they have this um, musical number as Frodo and Sam <laughs> are sneaking into Mordor. <laughs> where these orcs are come marching out of Mordor s- singing a marching tune. Uh, I, I want everybody in their own time, listeners included, to go YouTube, where there's a whip, there's a way. Uh, and these it, this is pretty much a reference to that scene where these orcs are coming marching out of Mordor singing and they get drafted in and have to march along and sing with them. There you go. So at this point, yes, it's cross-cutting. Uh, Aragorn leads the troops up to the Black Gate. I love his uh, cape. I love his red and black cape. I think it's fucking sweet. Uh, just the costume design. Again, just wonderful costume work, and it's very uh, kingly, even though he's not hasn't been crowned yet. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And then we cut back to Frodo and Sam walking by themselves now. They get rid of the outfits. Ugh, this stuff. Okay. What do what do we want to say about this as we head towards the end, guys? Sean Aston and uh, Elijah Wood just doing just doing amazing work here. Just like selling every bit of the the struggle and Elijah just like, you know, Frodo just being just fucking done. Like he just can't just can't take it anymore you know it's the the weight and the uh but the sam burden. just never you know giving up kind of you know there's this great line where he says uh where they're looking up through the the smoke uh he says you know there's light and beauty at the out there that no shadow can touch like sam's just you know what would he be without sam killing it just fucking just fucking killing it like it's as powerful as all the shit that he's saying at the end of two towers uh it's as powerful as anything he's saying at the end of fellowship uh again him showing up to shelob uh and here just like you know he's there for his brother man he's there for him like a hundred percent and uh you would want a friend like that (laughs) at all at all turns you know like that's an incredible 
uh, representation of what Ali was saying, friendship. You know, it's it's perfect, man. Like, um, and of course, the 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 bit where he's just like, you know, I can carry you. You know, I can't carry that yeah. ring, but I'll carry you. Like, that's fucking great. Like, that's like, and I'm so shocked that like, again, a filmmaker like Peter Jackson who made such crazy fucking movies has this moment that just makes your heart burst. You know, like every single time you see that, you're just like, damn. Like, that's the best. It's kind of also, like, this is the perfect... This is... I've always been on the whole, like, oh, Frodo ain't shit thing until, like, honestly, like, maybe a year ago uh, when I rewatched this movie. I was having, like, a really hard time. And then I really listened to what Sam was saying, and Frodo... This Burden of the Ring is Frodo's and Frodo's alone, really. It's... No one else is... I mean, no one else has to fucking be there if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, and no one else can carry Frodo's burden for him the same way that none of our friends can carry the bullshit that we have to endure for us, but they do carry us the way that Sam carries Frodo. And I think that that's ultimately what this movie's about. I have all of Frodo's friends carrying him to this kind of like, um, unburdening. And I think that's really, really fucking beautiful. And I think that that's really, really what this speech is about. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's just brutal. Like the and the uh, Sam trying to you know where it stop where like, even Sam's positivity that usually gets through to Frodo isn't even working in this moment where he's like you know trying to, trying to remember the Shire and he's like I can't uh, remember the taste of food or the sound of water like I'm naked in the dark like fuck that's just damn like that's that's brutal but then it all the ring you know, the ring sucks. <laughs> Yeah, fuck the ring, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, guys, I mean, we're anti-ring here on this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if anybody's wondering. <laughs> At this point, if you're... I, I am pro-evil. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, we're like seven hours into this podcast. I mean, if you haven't gotten the message that we're anti-ring, I don't know. what, what, what We're doing something wrong. Okay. But it always gets me when Sam picks up Frodo and carries... Frodo's ass up that <laughs> up that mountain. Jesus. Uh, oh, it's so damn good. And then we cut and, back to yeah. oh, Harrison, what were you saying? And just on top of that, like the swell of uh, Into the West under this as well. Like it's a, yeah. I, I'm so heavily partial to that song that anytime it pops up, I'm just like dead. Like, kill, take me now. I'm done. I have ascended. Like that song yeah. is incredible. But like like Ali was saying, the importance of friendship and the importance of a support system when you are in the fucking pit of it, yeah, uh, is emblematic of this scene. Like we've talked about depression and how that has manifested throughout the movies, and this is just it for me. Like the importance of having someone you can lean on in the middle of yeah. a depressive episode. It's special, it dude. It, it's a beautiful, beautiful message. It's very important, yeah. especially in a film this huge, mm-hmm. um, and that's going to—that's definitely going to be seen worldwide, like, and could easily be re-released in theaters today. Like, that's fucking important. Like, it's very, very fucking important. And um, yeah, before before we drop the ring into the fucking lava juice, um, <laughs> I, I think I think. I want to go back just real quick, and I'll, I'll be fast because I know we're on a clock. I, I want to go back to the gates of Mordor, right when they get to the edge and they speak to the mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of Sauron. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that is portrayed by actor Bruce Spence, and I want to give a massive shout out to Bruce Spence. Yeah, we he love our in, man. Yep. He, he is in every fucking major trilogy that you can think of: fucking Matrix, Star Wars, Mad Max, Lord of the Rings, and many other credits. That is a mm-hmm. character actor for the fucking ages, and I just had to like emphasize how special it is that he is in this film. It's like he had to be in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those character actors that you need to flavor the fucking meat <laughs> to make it work. Yeah, and, and I, like, yeah, it's great. I have even, I even forgotten it was him, but I knew immediately, because just the way the way he moves, it just, like, speaks to how, I mean, I'm a, I'm a nerd, so, like, I, obviously a normal, uh, average person wouldn't pick up on that, but, like, you know, just, I love the, the way he comes through, even in that, you know, gross-ass can't see the bottom of his face, you know, top half of his face, and he's got the freaky ass mouth, and it's just a great, it's a great right. uh, uh, prosthetics performance. What's dope about that is they just kind of CG'd his mouth. They emphasized it like three times the normal size that it actually is. Right, right, right. And so a, a normal person would actually like not catch that it's actually Bruce at all because mm-hmm. it's like it's just a mouth with a huge ass fucking mask covering his nose and eyes. So it's really tough to get you know um, a bead on the actor actually playing it. But when you watch the special features and you know you learn who it actually is, right. and of course, it's- if you actually read credits if they're scrolling up, you're just like, right. dude. Bruce fucking Spence, man. Like, that's that's the best. And I just had to stress that real quick because uh, he is one of the greatest to ever, ever do it. And if he passes, I'm going to cry. Like, he's one of the best. Mm. Here's my perspective on it. Because of the way the movie's cut together, I don't think it works where it it's put in. Because we already know that the orcs stole the shirt off of Frodo. So, them like doing the fake out of like oh we've got his mythical shirt that means he's dead ha 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 we win um doesn't work like you the the fellowship sells it and the like fear and grief and their the fatalism of like well we're here might as well give it a shot anyways but the, where it pops up in the books, it, because it segmented all of the Minas Tirith and Rohan stuff first and then all of the uh, Frodo and Sam stuff. You don't know what's happened. Right. It works more narratively there, which is weird because, like, Tolkien constructed them more as, like, a history of events rather than an actual narrative primarily. There is narrative there, not to say there isn't, but it's weird for him to... I find it weird for him to lean on such a narrative device. Anyways, this isn't about the books. I just don't think it works as well which is why it's I which is why I like that it is in the extended edition only. If it were in the theatrical edition as well, I'd have bigger problems. But the fact that it's for like the super nerds, I'm okay with. So so let's touch on I want to touch on the final two big moments, right. okay? Cuz we're wrapping up here. Okay. First let's touch on the actual fight at the gates. Uh, so let's talk Aragorn amazing speech uh, uh yeah. I won't, i'm not gonna quote it you know it you know it by heart i'm sure but uh, the, this day we fight moment it's just men of the west man it's just and again it's everything coming together like the score the cinematography the camera movement the performances it's all just i mean again this, there's a reason that these movies are in my top will always be in my top 10 because 
It just fucking works. We finally hit the finish line. We're at the very end. And for it to be all about, like, we just need to give Frodo a chance. Like, we're probably all dead. <laughs> but, but we just need to give him a second, you know, to get up that fucking mountain. If he's even there, you know, it's it's all about hope. You know, it's all about hope. And just the fact that he's just like, it is not this day, you know, <laughs> like, like just buck up, you know what I mean? Like, get your shit together, you know, you pieces <laughs> of shit. Like, we're about to go down, and it's about to go down. And then again, back to what I was saying earlier, the fact that he's like, for Frodo, and he turns around and leads the charge, and the first people out the gate is Merry and Pippin, fully decked out in armor that they have fucking earned at that point. And they're ready to just go in head first, man. And it's like... It touches me. Every time I see that image of them running out first, mm-hmm. my heart just explodes with joy. And just like, you know, I clench my teeth. I'm like, go get them. You know what I mean? Like, you fuckers. Like, you're all going to die. Like, take 30 orcs with you. You know, like, fucking A, man. Like, that moment gets me every time. It's the best. It's the best, 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 best. More bests on top of bests. Like, it's magic shit. It's it's why you've been there the entire time, you know, and it's it, it adds to their storytelling. I mean, never mind, like, how I feel about it. It's just visually, that's what needs to happen. That's what's earned, and that's how, where we've gone, and that's, like, it couldn't it couldn't have been played better. Like, if they'd have all bursted out at once, that'd have been cool. That'd have been fine, but to have the Hobbit's jump out first is fucking insane like that's absolutely insane it just shows that they were like oh we're ready let's go like let, 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 let's go like ready to die for my best friend Frodo ready to die and that is insane like that is absolutely fucking insane in all the right ways you know just beautifully like portrayed on screen I love it to death oh touches me uh, Ale thoughts on that fight at the gates um there's like <laughs> nothing profound really I just always use the fucking meme of Aragorn saying it is not this day (laughs) and I really want to thank this speech for that meme that I use all the time there's a lot of memes we should have an episode just on the memes for Lord of the Rings you know what I like that Um, I mean uh, if you think about it I like that Oliphant one (laughs) (laughs) yeah that one was really innovative Harrison you have anything more to say about the fight at the gates it's good. It's good. <laughs> it, it, it pales in comparison to Pelnor Field, but it's okay. good. Okay, okay, it's it's solid. All right, yeah, so it's, this, it's, also, it's also not the point. It's not yeah, meant to no, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's about the, uh, the you know, the, the, this. It seems hopeless, like, but it's also worth fighting for. And then, yeah, mirrored right. with what's going on with Frodo and Sam, which is also great. And I, the, when uh, Smeagol shows up again, this is probably maybe one of my favorite. It's like favorite uh, Andy Serkis line deliveries where, uh, you know, Gal- or Frodo's like, Smeagol promised, and Smeagol lied. Like, it's just fucking great. Like, that's just, oh my god, like, the way Circus brings that through, and again, how well the CGI's aged, but it's just all that performance and the, uh, the realization that, you know, Smeagol's been kind of, you know, he's gone. This is all, this is pure uh, avarice and obsession and it's it's not even that he's gone it's just that they're unified in the same right, goal right 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 they, they do good i i love this because it's it, the fate of the world yes yeah, sure there's a there's a massive fight going on uh, at the gate but the the fight of the world uh, rests with three people fighting over one thing like there's there's a part where frodo put you know is is uh, he does he put on the ring at one point yeah, yeah. he puts on the ring yeah, yeah. he puts on the ring oh god and then 
the then... magic the best part about that is Gollum's like I know that trick motherfucker <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love that bit because he's just like looking oh, at you, your you big ass you, feet exactly you think you're slick like yeah like, I got this you know what I mean like I love that bit and to even like to go even take it a step further to be like I'm just gonna bite this bitch's finger off like you know just to get that <laughs> shit off you know like I love that moment dude like that's insane like to mutilate Frodo like that like that's fucking awesome dude because you feel it you're just like no not Frodo his finger you know, well, so yeah, good. and the fact that Frodo doesn't really, you know, like, he doesn't throw it in the fire. Like, it's literally, he's just trying to get the fucker back. Like, he's trying to, he's just trying to fight Gollum to get the ring back, not necessarily to get it back to throw it in. And he's like, uh, you know, to, at, until the very last moment, Frodo's still fighting the thing, and it's, it's, it's powerful, and it's, you know. Yeah, it's, it sucks. You almost feel like not betrayed by Frodo as an audience member. I, I won't go that far. But you're just like, God damn, that ring is a bitch. You know? <laughs> you're just like, you're just like, nobody can resist it. Not even the purest of heart. Like, that ring sucks. You know? Like, it, it completely sucks. And, yeah, that part breaks my heart, man, every time. Because he's just like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> and you're like, no! <laughs> like, damn it. But, yeah, you're like, again, I remember watching that for the first time because I didn't really remember the outcome at all. Like, I didn't, I don't think anybody ever ruined it for me or anything like that. And I was just like, holy shit! Like, you didn't huh. do it! Like, I, re- I remember literally being gutted by that. Like, <laughs> like fuck, man! Like, you know, uh, not yeah. cheated. That's not, that's not the word. Just, like, heartbroken, you know? Very heartbroken. No, it's really disappointing. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to remember exactly how I felt, and it was like I finally was able to breathe, and then it was just like I was about to sneeze, and the sneeze didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) So awful. Um, Yeah, and I love... I was going to say drag, but that's not the right word. Like, because it just maintained its tension uh, up until, yes, um, (laughs) uh, Gollum has the ring... But he falls into the lava. It's a beautiful death. Yeah, it's okay, incredible. Good. Like the look on his face of like pure bliss. Like he's like, I did it. Sixty years trying to get this thing back. I fucking did it. I'm I'm cool. Like I, it's. I don't even care if it's getting destroyed. Like I, in my last moment, I had the precious. You know, like it's set. It's like oddly, he gets his happy ending in, in a weird but- way. <laughs> but then also like when he make when he hits the lava his it changes to sadness yeah not yeah mm-hmm. yeah and he's his last action is to hold the ring up as long as possible while he's sinking in so he can have it until so he can he doesn't have, exist he, anymore <laughs> right he can yeah. have it for as long as he exists and it still it will outlive him damn yeah and, and and the drama continues because like yeah then the the ring sits uh, ever so carefully on like some crust on some lava crust <laughs> and it just refuses to die. <laughs> I love that this thing that we've been following for the last like uh, eight hours has is like refused to die up until this point and then yes then it's and it slowly just melts away. Oh, isn't there one point when Frodo, like, wants to get it? <laughs> like, at this point, Frodo and Sam are, like, clinging to each other. Like, Sam has Frodo uh, over that yeah. cliff. Yeah. There's, a, yeah. there's a minute there where Frodo's still, like, it's still got him. And then there's a moment where he's like, oh, I'm good. Like, I can be. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I'll, I'll take Sam's hand. And it's, uh, it, it's that perfect moment of, like, 
he grasps his hand and then it cuts to uh, the battle and then like the troll like fucking sprinting away uh, and it's just it's just expertly drawn out like it's just there's a couple bits in there where like it feels like Indiana Jones and Last Crusade you know where Connery's holding on to Harrison Ford mm-hmm. and he's telling him like yo like let it go like you know what I'm saying like let that shit go kind of moment but um, it doesn't go that far but it, it reminded me of this especially being the third film and indie the third film of this saga like there was a bit of that there but I loved everything you just said Sam I, I really love how the eye was focusing on the fight with Aragorn and everybody and then it's like mm-hmm. oh shit and then like it pivots over like <laughs> yo like yo it was there the whole time fam no and then like you know it has that moment of like oh I've been duped you know like I'm this powerful eye and I've been tricked like this shit sucks but then uh um, um, the other moment I love to death, and I'm, I have to stress this too, man. And again, I'm I'm just in love with the hobbits. That's really all that this boils down to. Mary just throws his hand up in the. It's Mary, right? Yeah, Mary. He he throws his hand in the air and he's screaming like Frodo. Oh yeah, and He's yeah, like yeah. Cr- crying oh, yeah, yeah. basically as he's like saying this, and he's just watching like that destruction happen. He's like he fucking did it like kind of moment, you know. And then after it blows up, he's like, <gasps> like he like staggers backwards as if like oh shit my friend's dead like there's no way he could have survived that like you know what i mean there's that moment of like oh god damn that moment hurts me man like it's so well done like dominic sold that moment so fucking well dude like he he acted his butt off in that sequence like big fan of that moment like it it really stresses everything that's happening you know in that in that moment because he's just like i'm happy Oh shit! <laughs> like you know, <laughs> it's it's wonderfully played, man. So yeah, I had to stress that moment real quick. It's so good. Even Gandalf yeah. has that face of like, oh dear, like, <laughs> like that was a mighty big blast, y'all. <laughs> it's uh, as we wrap up, let's jump to final thoughts on that last exchange with the ring, uh, Ally. Uh, thoughts on that? You know, I kind of like as Rocky was speaking, I was like. Every single time we move on to a new part of the movie, we're like, yes, this is definitely the best part. <laughs> this is definitely. But honestly, like, I don't know what else to say. I think it's, I mean, fuck. Like, the last few moments that we've talked about are the reason that Return of the King is my favorite. And I can't even fathom how Two Towers is anybody's favorite when we have this. Okay, Harrison, thoughts on that last bit the 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 last throws of the ring i think it's super well executed i mm-hmm. i just have a really hard time talking about this section because it hits so close to home mm-hmm. like like when we were talking about sam and frodo climbing the side of the mountain and when rocky was like but i can carry you i had to mute my mic because i thought i was about to start crying like it's Oh. <laughs> like this back half of this movie means so much to me. I just yes. I I know I've been fairly critical of a lot up to now, but like this stretch is really good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's potent just, filmmaking. It's yeah. why you've been sitting through these movies for so mm-hmm. many years. And you know, they did not drop the polyanteer at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then just like even down to Frodo and Sam lying on the rocks outside of Mount, on the side of Mount Doom, surrounded by lava, just like, oh no, I'm, I can see the light at the end of the Frodo being like, I can kind of see the light at the end of this tunnel. I remember the taste of strawberries, oh. and just 
I'm I'm glad to be here with you at the end of all things. Like, I like the closure we get going forward, but like, if that had just been the end, like, it would have. I worked. was gonna say that it would work. I was gonna say fine. That. Like, it would mm-hmm. still be incredible. I think that's where we're gonna end it, guys, uh, because this has been a massive episode yeah. in and of itself. <laughs> I know there's more movie to talk about. We will mm-hmm. come back in the next episode and talk about the remainder of the movie and also overall thoughts on the trilogy. Um, yeah, but it's but hey, we've ended it on a good note. The ring has been destroyed, but there is a lot more to talk about. Um, okay. There's like an hour left of the movie. <laughs> I know there's a there's there's a there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's quite a bit. Um, now let's close out with our signature catchphrase. Right here we go. Let's all go helms deep in those guts. <laughs> Nobody else said it? No, Guys? I didn't, okay, I didn't know thanks. what the fuck you were talking about. Right, I didn't know what you were going to say. We don't have <laughs> a catchphrase. Guys, you have not been paying attention the last 10 hours. All right. Bye, everybody. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. You can follow me at sick underscore underscore six six or more salacious content over at the blur bitch underscore underscore. And you can listen to my podcast sequels S E E Q U E L S through Talk Film Society or anywhere you hear your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Shot First, and I'm the host of Talk Film Society's Keanu Reeves Retrospective Podcast, Keanu Believe It, which is also on Twitter at Keanu Believe It. You can follow me on Twitter at play underscore champion. And I also host a Disney podcast called Dream a Little Deeper. Follow me on Twitter, Rocky Warrants, R-O-C-K-I-E-W-A-R-A-N-T-Z. And because of this uh, gross pandemic, I've been doing a whole bunch of gaming. So I'm also on Twitch. So Rock Agus on Twitch, if you want to watch me game and come hang out. And you can follow me on Twitter at Marcelo J. Pico. And you can follow Talk Film Society at Talk Film SOC. Go to our website, talkfilmsociety.com. Listen to our other podcasts, read our articles. And if you want to hear bonus episodes of this show and others, go to patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode where we cover part three of The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King.